everybody, it's Bina007 back for another 10 minute movie review and today I am talking to you about the big summer blockbuster, which is not Barbie. For Indian people, it is Garan Joha's latest extravaganza, Rocky or Rani Ki Prem Kahani, Rocky and Rani's love story starring the massive Bollywood star Ranveer Singh and Alia Bhatt as his love interest Rani. This is everything you would expect in a Garan Joha film. It is multi-generational, it has laughs, it has romance, it's got aspirational lifestyle, you know, designer clothes, huge mansion. It's got tear-jerking moments where you're just crying in the middle of the film after a massive song and dance number. But it's also got something more and something deeper and more meaningful, which is a really interesting discussion about gender norms in Indian society and even queer acceptance. So I think this is a film where there is a lot going on. So let's get into the, the headline story. On the surface, this is the story of two star-crossed lovers who come from very different families. The hero, Rocky Rindava, is the scion of an incredibly wealthy Delhi family that is very traditional and Punjabi, so North Indian. Um, the women wear their hair covered. It's a very traditional family where they have arranged marriages. The women are quite subservient to their husbands, which is in a little bit, which is a little bit weird because actually the family is run by a matriarch called Dhan Lakshmi, and she's played by Jaya Bachchan, iconic in Indian cinema. And she is the woman who founded this amazing company that has led to their wealth. And she rules the family with a rod of iron. That includes her son Tijori, his wife Poonam, and their daughter Gayatri, known as Golu because she's mocked for being overweight. The Lakshmi also has a husband who's still living, but he suffers from dementia. And in a sense, she has always held him in low regard because he loves poetry. And after he suffered his brain injury, she made sure that their son, Tijori, did not spend time with him as if somehow this kind of fey love of the arts would be contagious. She wants a masculine man in every aspect of toxic masculinity. She wants someone who's good at business, someone who's very patriarchal, and she doesn't want any flim flam with poetry. So that is Rocky's grandmother. He, however, is really a very sort of flamboyant gym bunny, luxury label obsessed. In a sense, the character of Rocky is meant to be really obnoxious at the start. And in a sense, a bit of a pastiche of Ranveer Singh's own public image, which is someone who's very label obsessed and very superficial in some respects. This all stands in contrast to our heroine, Rani, played by Alia Bhatt. She is a Bengali. Her family is incredibly cultured. Um, very intellectual. She was educated in America and she anchors a news program. They're also incredibly socially progressive. Interestingly enough, even her family is matriarchal because her mother, Anjali, played beautifully by Churni Ganguli, is the breadwinner. She's a university professor. And her father, Chandan, played by Tota Roy Chaudhry, is a male classical Indian Kathak dancer. And he has followed his wife to Delhi for her better job. So it's a completely matriarchal but interesting setup. And they also live with a grandma, Jamini, played by Shivana Azmi. And, you know, this is the kind of family that recites poetry readings at the house and speaks mostly in English. Um, Alia Butts Rani is a very modern, carefree woman. And they're so socially progressive that they can discuss her love life openly at dinner. 
including her dad describing how one of the guys who aspires to date her is a bad lover and has no rhythm. So it's a totally different setup to Rocky's family. Uh, the lovers are brought together by chance. It turns out that Rocky's uh, grandfather, who's suffering from dementia, a long time ago had a love affair with Rani's grandma, Germany. And Rocky thinks that if they get the two together, this could trigger memories and his memory to come back. So they kind of stealthily set up these two oldies for dates, which is quite sweet. And in the meantime, despite their differences, they do fall in love. And at first, Rani thinks it might just be a fling. It might just be physical. But actually, they realise there's something deeper. And that takes us to the intermission of the film. The second half of the film is where it becomes altogether more interesting because you see each of the couple move in with the other person's family to see if they can really cope with the cultural differences ahead of getting married. And, you know, for the the Chatterjees, the cultured Bengali family, can they help Rocky become more progressive whilst also judging him less and being less snobby? And can the Rindawas, the North Indian, the Punjabi family who are so orthodox, accept a daughter-in-law who not only speaks her mind, she speaks it in English and she doesn't cover her head and she wants to, you know, take her work and her employment seriously. So it really is not clear that they're going to make it. Although this being an Indian rom-com, maybe we know that the stakes are going to be surmounted somehow. And So far as all of that goes, this is a really great romantic comedy with a side order of melodrama. This is classic Garan Johar. It really does tug at the heartstrings. The songs are fantastic. The the outfits are beautiful. I love Manish Malhotra's brightly coloured chiffon saris for Alia, but she looks amazing. And I really think that, you know, this is a film that wears its heart on its sleeve. It's doing something in that respect quite, quite old fashioned and Bollywood. And we love it for that, right? But it's also doing something far more interesting. And I think what elevates this film above the norm is its surface message of progressive inclusion. You know, at one point in the film, Rocky gives a really powerful speech about feeling judged by the Chatterjees for his poor English, which is a real issue in India, given that education is largely private and whether you go through an English school is going to open different doors for you. Mrs. Chatterjee gives an amazing speech about how Indian men use the language of honour to disguise misogyny, that they might sing lewd songs about what's behind a sari blouse or juli gibiche kya hai, but are too embarrassed to even utter the word bra. And most, most powerfully, Mr. Chatterjee, Rani's dad, gives this really beautiful description of what his life has been in a country where masculinity is just seen as being one thing. And that if he enjoys dancing kathak, people make lewd comments, they beat him, they assume that he is gay. And that there's only one way to be a heterosexual male. I really commend the now openly gay director Garan Johar for including this material. And even more, I commend Ranveer Singh for undercutting his own hyper-masculine image and partnering with the supremely talented dancer Tota Roy Chadri in dancing the Kathak dance. I mean, I think it's it's a really shocking and beautiful scene. And it's amazing to take, you know, this very iconic film, Dev Das, and the Dolare song, and the, the dance that Madhuri Dixit and Ashwarya Rai Bachchan did, and have these two guys do it. It's so powerful, it's so radical, and I really love it. And as they dance that dance, you see the sort of the evil matriarch played by Jaya Bachchan mockingly laughing behind her scarf, her, her butta. But I wonder how many viewers will do the same. So I really think this is Ranveer Singh showing allyship. I think it's really powerful. 
And I think it really explodes the hypocrisy of an Indian Bollywood culture where, you know, it's totally fine and not at all queer for straight men to wax their chests and dance around to Bollywood songs. But heaven forfend they dance a classical dance because that's the province of women. In fact, I think you can take this radical message one step further. I would argue that Rocky Orani is really actually at its core a film about questioning gender roles and sexuality. If you think about it, this is so different from 2001's Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum, also by Karan Johar, filmed at a time when he was still in the closet. I mean, this is a film where both families are now run by financially dominant women. J.R. Bachchan is really taking the evil patriarch role that her real-life husband Amitabh took in KKKG. And in the current generation, it's Rani and it's Rocky's sister Anjali that are the smart women going out into the world to earn a living. Rocky is just a Nepo baby. So we've really turned the gender dynamic on its head. In both families, the patriarchs are criticised for loving the arts. So Rocky's granddad and Rani's uh, dad. Um, They're seen as somehow not masculine enough in India's toxic, hyper-masculine culture. It's not just India, though, right? That's everywhere. And it is really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, But we also see it in the roles of the women. You know, Rani has to argue that even though she's a career woman, she still cares about her family. And you shouldn't assume that she doesn't just because she's ambitious. The resulting film, I think, is one that wears its politics as well as its heart on its sleeve. But beyond redefining gender roles, I think this film's also doing very something under the surface about queer acceptance. Because we all know when we come to watch it about Garun Johar's real life journey of self and societal acceptance. And I don't just mean as a gay man, I also mean as someone who's struggled with body image issues and weight It's really interesting to see the character of Gayatri, um, Rocky's little sister, whose nickname is Golu, that she makes also a powerful speech about not being judged for her weight and not being sold off on the marriage market to the sort of second and third tier suitors because of her weight. So there's something really beautiful there. But I think that when we see and hear the speech of Rani's father, who talks about being beaten for his love of the arts and his love of dancing, and people really being homophobic towards him when he dances, quote unquote, the female role. I think we can read into that a powerful story about a family standing behind a man who has come out. And I think there really is a metatext here about in an idealized version of an Indian family, that if someone wanted to come out, that their family would accept them. But accepting the fact that in modern India, you're still probably going to get horrible comments, mocking laughter, and maybe also violence as a result. So there's something deeper and more meaningful going on in this film. Overall, I just had so much fun watching this film. The songs are amazing. The acting's hilarious and alternatively moving. You know, Ranveer Singh is hilarious as Rocky. He does parody himself. He, he gets the humour so right, but he also absolutely makes you shed tears in the moving parts of the film. In terms of the scene stealers, I would say it is lovely to have the Mendra and Shabana Azmi back on the screen. I could have done without J.R. Bachchan's two-dimensionally written evil grandma, but it is interesting that she is playing the traditionally male role. But I really want to give a shout out to the actress Anjali Anand as Golu slash Gayatri, who I think absolutely steals the show in this film. She has this late in the movie singing scene that absolutely cracked me up. Um, But you know what? It's just so lovely to be back in the cinema. And this was a packed cinema in London, a predominantly Indian crowd, but also lots of sort of Middle Eastern and wider Asian people in the cinema. 
I'm just having a whale of a time with this film. There's something so wonderful about experiencing Indian film in the cinema, people laughing along with the jokes, enjoying the song. You could hear them crying at the at the sad scenes. And it was a beautiful audience reaction. So highly recommended. Go see Rocky or Rani Ki Prem Kahani and have fun, enjoy the show, but afterwards think about the messages because I think they're really radical and subversive. Um, and it's wonderful to see Indian cinema tackling them. Rocky Orani Ki Prem Kahani has a running time of 168 minutes plus an interval. It is rated 12A in the UK for infrequent strong language, moderate innuendo, sexual violence references. It's on global release though, so go check it out wherever you are. In the meantime, you can find full written reviews at bina007.com. But whatever you watch this weekend, I hope you really enjoy it. Bye for now. Thank you.